0: Hi, everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm Five, the podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts. I'm Tim. And I'm Kevin. So, Kevin, today we're talking about something that every five year old should understand, and that is balloons. So how about this question to start with? Why is there a ring at the end of the opening of a balloon?
1: Oh, yes, yes. The little lip um, towards the end of a balloon it gives the end of the balloon basically more thickness and support. That way, the end can be blown up with your mouth or placed over the end of a filling tube more easily. Next time you have a balloon, you know, try cutting off that lip and see how difficult it is to put air into it. The lip itself is made by rolling the end of the balloon down over itself during the kind of manufacturing process. So it's kind of like rolling your sock down to your ankle. and kind of, you know, thickens that part.
0: I see. That makes total sense. Now, what creates the noise of a balloon popping?
1: Oh, well, I mean, it's basically the air. Uh, all that air is uh, it's uh, pressurized while inside a balloon. So when the balloon pops, it releases that air very rapidly and your ears hear that expanding air as a pop. Um, the higher the air pressure inside, you know, imagine a new balloon Um, inflated to its maximum size, the louder the pop when it breaks. Only a small amount of noise is actually caused by the actual kind of rubber or plastic breaking. Most of it is just
0: the air pressure. I see. Now let's rewind a little bit. Uh, Where did the balloon actually originate from?
1: The funny answer is actually from bladders. (laughs) Humans have intentionally filled bladders, especially, you know, real animal bladders, with air since prehistoric times. Uh, I think, you know, in ancient Greece, there's a number of recorded use cases. The Aztecs inflated cat intestines uh, to make shapes to present as sacrifices to the gods. But <laughs> we're kind of bring it back to more modern times. Uh, it was really in the 18th century where people started inflating balloons made of cloth or canvas with you know maybe a hot air and actually sending them into the into the air into the sky it was the um brothers who invented the hot air balloon they used it first to experiment with first animals to kind of see what the effects of altitude might be on them i think starting in uh, as early as 1782 and then when they found out that the high altitude did not kill the animals uh the next year they tried putting humans in their balloons
0: That's pretty interesting. But those are not the type of uh, party balloons that our five-year-old listeners might be referencing here. How about those rubber balloons?
1: Okay, okay. So the first modern rubber balloons, on record made by someone named Michael Faraday in 1824, Um, he used these to actually contain gases he was experimenting with, especially hydrogen.
0: Is this the same scientist, Michael Faraday, who studied magnetic induction uh, and invented the Faraday cage? That's right. So a year later, in 1825,
1: similar balloons were being sold by a Thomas Hancock, who was an engineer that worked a lot with rubber. Um, but these were still quite different from what we know today. Both his and Faraday's balloons actually came disassembled as two circles of soft rubber. The user was actually expected to lay the circles one on top of the other and really rub their edges until the soft gummy you know, rubber stuck together, leaving the kind of powdered inner part loose for you know, inflation. Now, modern pre-assembled balloons were being sold in the US you know, pretty much by the early 20th century.
0: I see, and these days we fill them with all sorts of different things. Um, and one of the most popular other than air is helium. Why do helium balloons tend to shrink in their volume over time?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. The birthday balloons, it always uh, <laughs> end up on the floor after a day or so. Um, well, that's because the helium is really, really small. Basically small enough to escape through gaps in material like latex. Uh, another style of balloons, mylar balloons, uh, do hold it better. But you know, even
0: metal isn't perfectly impervious uh, to helium escaping. Now, mylar balloons are those metallic ones that have those shiny, reflective surfaces, right? And they are often printed with colors and patterns for gifts and parties.
1: Yep, yep, they're the ones that cost a little bit more. <laughs> uh, and there's uh, of note, there has been some environmental concern over these metallicized uh, mylar balloons. the The problem is that they don't really biodegrade or shred as rubber balloons do so releasing these types of balloons into the atmosphere is kind of considered harmful to the environment this type of balloon can also conduct electricity on its surface and there's released the when when released these foil balloons can become entangled in things like power lines and actually cause like you know big power outages
0: Now, of course, we all want to know why helium causes your voice to sound all high-pitched if you inhale it. Oh, that's fun. Um, well, so the reasoning
1: why that happens is that helium is lighter than air. So when you breathe in, uh, it causes our vocal cords to vibrate faster due to overall you know, less resistance. And really, actually, any gas alters your voice. The concept here is that the lighter the gas the higher your pitch so hydrogen also works however you know hydrogen is extremely explosive so let's better not use that one Uh, there's also some fun videos you can find of people breathing in heavier gases and guess what that makes your voice deeper
0: very interesting did you learn something new if you did send us an email we are at at eli5podcast gmail.com if you're a regular listener of this podcast please do take the time to leave us a rating because it does help other people to discover this podcast. As always, thank you to the community at rslashexplainlacom5, and we will see you all next week.